0: Thank you for downloading the Basement Bookers podcast. This is episode 35. As always, we are the Basement Bookers. I am Jer, and with me, as always, my co-host, the lovely Rich Deriz. Why, thank you, sir. You're very it, welcome. It, 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 you're looking quite dashing yourself today. Well, I do pride myself on my dashingness. <laughs> And who are the basement bookers? Well, if this is your first time listening, this is the only podcast for wrestling that is rated R for realness. Right. We sit here. What a booker is, he makes the matches, the ideas, the stuff in the business. What we do, we basement book. We have no professional experience, no professional training at all. So don't confuse us with the god-awful truth. We're just having fun here. That's what we do. See, we just admit we don't know what the hell we're talking about. And we try it anyway. Gotta lowball your expectations, and then we'll surprise you. We will knock your fucking socks off. Indeed. Well, today, we're recording once again a little bit earlier. So, this about Halloween this week. Major holiday. Halloween. Yes. Falls on a Friday, Mm -hmm. interestingly enough, which is always good, because that's like three nights of partying or whatever. Fuck yeah, it's always good for SmackDown, because then we get fucking 11 dealer Battle Royal or whatever it was. Indeed. Which we haven't seen, but I will. We will. Yes, I'll definitely check that out. Hope for some accidents, yeah. So, we're very... Like news-heavy this week, aren't we? We are pretty news-heavy this week, um, but we also have a pay-per-view to talk about. That's right. Hell in a Cell. Alright. Let's get right down to it. The first match of the evening was Dolph Ziggler versus Cesaro, which we were both wrong on. Yeah, man. And I gotta say, I owe the Zigzag Man an apology for doubting him. He won both falls. Well, I have something in the news, rumors, and bullshit, the NRB, if you will, about Cesaro. Uh, Reportedly, there's a feeling that Cesaro's recent losing streak could be a result of him being critical of another John Cena and Randy Orton feud during a recent media interview. Uh, What he had said in the interview was, quote, It is an era of new guys. It's a new generation. And it's a lot of fun to watch that because they're fresh matchups. I mean, I'm sick of seeing John Cena against Randy Orton for the 500th time. Blah, 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 blah. A few days after he made that comment, he lost uh, that the Hell in a Cell two straight falls. Then, this, uh, this person that wrote the article used the word destroyed by Dean Ambrose on Raw the next night. So Yeah, uh, I think he almost got beat to death with a microphone. That's what that looked like. <laughs> it didn't look like he was almost beat to death. He certainly was bludgeoned. He had the shit beat out of him. But I don't think it was that serious. I thought it was pretty cool, though. It, it was cool. I loved it. I'm fucking huge Ambrose mark. But you know, I didn't think it was that bad. Yeah, right. I mean, I think that's fine. I think there's just certain things you shouldn't say. And he should know that, and he should have known better. There are a few guys that have uh, said shit. Yeah, Dolph Ziggler one of them. Yeah. Also, that, but also Dolph Ziggler, they they pulled his push a bit, um, no pun intended, because uh, they thought he was fragile. Yeah, I know. But he's been openly vocal sometimes mm-hmm. in his opinion on you know what's going, you know what they do. I actually have a raw note regarding. That also, I said no bragging by Dolph for going 2 0 against Cesaro at Hell in a Cell. Why do they only let him talk during commercials on the app? And they need to t- turn him heel again. Yeah. Uh, I, I was always a fan. I, I was more of a fan of Ziggler when he was a heel. Mm-hmm. I, I thought that he was going to be one of those heels that don't go face. Like I had a feeling, like I I was hoping it would be that way, mm-hmm. but he turned. Yeah, we thought that about Miz also. Yeah, but I think more so Dolph Ziggler because I I never when he first came around I was like I this guy I hate this guy. Like, <laughs> but when he first came around, like not uh, in the Spirit, Spirit Squad, Squad but when he was when he was yeah. by himself, I was like what what's a, what's a Ziggler? What is, what is this guy? No, there's just no way this guy could ever be a good guy. He'll, his Twitter handle is heel Ziggler, But he's a face. Oh, no. On the inside, he's, he's all heel. I think that's, that's his strength. And that's one thing that Paul Heyman excelled at. With using every talent's strength. And I feel like, if not in every case, but in a lot of cases, the current creative is not playing to the strengths of certain superstars. That's the thing. Um, there's a disconnect between uh, the in ring performers, and I'm um, including my skills in that also, and creative. And they gotta bridge that gap somehow. Maybe if they if they put I think if they have, if they specifically have a liaison or a couple of them, like if the agents take on a little bit more responsibility, communicate with the creative guys about who they're writing for. Basically, have the wrestlers have a voice with creative, not so much to change um, the plans or anything like that, but just to tweak it to make what they say, and their actions fit with the character better. Why not, I'll do you one better? Go for it. Why not do this? I'm not sure like how many people they had in creative or how that works exactly, mm-hmm. but how difficult is it to schedule a phone call once a week with talent? With all the talent? Yes. I mean, I understand it's difficult, but going the extra mile could be very helpful. I mean, not so much with all of them, but a large amount. You know, I mean, they know who they're pushing where and what they want to do. They have a weird plan, don't they? They do. Here, Here's the thing with that. Or their main event, their main events are all set. The main event storyline? It's all set. It's always good. Allegedly. That's all they care about. It's yeah, they, they have the top of the... They have roof. They're writing for Cena, they're writing for Orton, they're writing for H and Steph, they're writing for Rollins, who's writing coattails. They'll be writing for Reigns when he comes back, they'll be writing for Brian when and if he comes back. Well, I wouldn't worry about that. Not for a while. Yeah. They're, they're writing for all the top-name guys first, and then everyone else is like, alright, how much more time do we have to fill? Alright, let's, uh, let's throw... Dolphin there. Let's get Kofi out there. Or, you know what? Instead of stupid, dumbass segments, you should... You get this amount of time to say shit. If you want to (laughs) talk. Yeah, but you know how Vince is, how controlling he is. Hmm. He's guaranteed. He'd be the one to say no fucking way to that. Why not Dude, old school, like they have been doing sometimes, where the person's come into the ring, or uh, they'll do like the small box with the person talking. Eh. It's something. I agree. I just get such, like, to me, that is just really, really outdated. I guess it's because of what, I, what, I, what we grew up with. Is what we I thought this. that was helpful. That was the only way you get because yeah, because you, could, you only, couldn't look on the internet or anything like that. Yeah, all we had was a one-hour show on Saturday and Sunday afternoons, and Saturday. you had to be you had to be there when it was on. Yeah, or or set your VCR if it had if a you had a VCR. <laughs> oh shit! You know, you had to you know put like a you you don't have any more cassette tapes, so you look for like the cassette tape you. You don't watch the most. Mm-hmm. And you're like, I guess I could sacrifice this for wrestling and just, you put the fucking thing in the bottom of the tape that yeah. you have to put it on <laughs> or else you can't tab. record. Mm-hmm. You replace the tab. <sighs> fucking 80s. Now I could just pull up anything I want. On the WWE network. How much is that now? Nine ninety nine. Wow. You know what though? What? For the month of November, mm-hmm. starting October 31st at 11 a.m., you get a free month. For no- November, you get free. New subscribers only. Yeah, new subscribers only. So if you don't have it, get it. Which, look, I'm not a genius, obviously. We can we can all assess this, if that's the right word. How much is a pay-per-view? Just, just to buy it. Let's just say 50. If you're a wrestling fan, You're obviously a wrestling fan, because you're listening to this. If you're listening to a podcast, probably the most obscure one, about wrestling, there's no reason you shouldn't have the WWE Network. Right? I agree. And by the way, I think we're like the ECW Podcast. We don't get promoted. We don't get... (laughs) Ah. (laughs) I'm kidding. Stitcher did as well last week. They fucking... They got that shit up lightning fast. Yeah. Thank you, Stitcher. Yeah, it was pretty good. The past two weeks have been pretty sweet. Yeah. And Stitcher just got bought out by, uh, by, supposedly, this big European company. They do, like, internet radio and shit. Mm Mm-hmm. And, uh, it's supposed to be good. Maybe that's why the past two weeks we got up so fast. Could be. Or not. No, no. I'm not on that side of it. Good things going, good things going. Where right. were we before you went on that? Oh yeah. So yeah, the WWE Network. <laughs> nine, nine, nine. Check it out. Survivor Series is included. You can watch Survivor Series for free. It's simple math for a wrestling fan. You're like, even if you don't want to spend fifty dollars a month for a paper, maybe you'll just buy WrestleMania. And maybe you'll just get the big four. That's like $120, $100 to $120, it's... Wait, no, 50 it's like $200 right there. You're already paying less by getting that for a year. At 10 bucks a month, that's 120 Plus you get a lot of shit. We watched, I watched, we watched some of, I watched the whole thing. The Monday Night War, the Chris Jericho thing. Yeah, it's awesome. It's just good so far, I'm going to finish it up. After we're done recording here, actually. Right, so to get back on track so we can finish that, um, Dolph needs a push. He needs a heel turn. He he should never have been uh, a face. I agree. Same for Cesaro. Cesaro shouldn't have been a face. He doesn't work as a face. He had the swing. That was the only reason why they turned him face, because he started doing that, because he was getting major pops for it. But he's a natural heel. I think a lot of guys are, like, really natural heels. Except that's the, the problem with the landscape. That's why it's... it's heel yeah, that's why... The other news item I'm sure we'll get to later is the return of a certain. I didn't put that in the news. Oh, you didn't? Well, it's raw. It's raw so yeah, it doesn't matter. You got raw notes. Yeah, know. it's true. I do. I have the rawest of raw notes. Yeah, you got. As per usual. That's what's going to be called for now. That's the segment, the rawest of raw notes. <laughs> oh, it's pretty raw. <laughs> raw, raw, indeed. All right. So that was the first match. So we're both, both for one right there. Second match of the evening was the and Nikki match. We both, we both right. That's a no brainer. I mean, in what universe does a face win a match like that? Although, like I was halfway thinking when we were talking about it last week, uh, I didn't voice it obviously, but I was halfway thinking that that could be the swerve. Oh, I. But no way, this is going to be no, yeah. I think they like Nikki's heel persona too much. And to them, it's working. Heel persona. By that, do you, do you, do you mean her twins? Yes. Her Bella twins? Yeah, She has the, the larger Bella twins. Therefore, oh, she gets the push. Push up bra equals push. Those are some Bellas. Mm. Third match of the evening was... I honestly don't remember that match. The Bella match? Yeah. Uh, she won. Rack attack. And... Actually, she first... The first rack attack didn't didn't work. She then did, like, that sick forearm smash that she did to her yeah. when she lost to Stephanie. Mm-hmm. Then she rack attacked her. She was okay. done. I wouldn't mind being a rack attacked. Third match. I did visualize that. That's some funny shit. I <laughs> have <laughs> <laughs> Nikki Bella doing a rack attack on Rich the Riz. That oh, put ass... That will that will put asses in seats, man. Mm-hmm. Book okay. it. <laughs> Alright, third match of the evening was the Dust Brothers versus the Usos part. This is like Cena and Orton. It's like they're the only two tag they teams. They are. <laughs> Alright. All right. Harper and Rowan, I don't know if they're going to stay together, two of them, or if they're on their own, as Bray says, because we haven't seen them, so I have no idea what the fuck is going on. I really hope not for, uh, uh, Sheep Boy. Yeah, Rowan. Yeah. I remember it that Rowan, Redbeard, R, R, R. R. R for Red and Rowan. That's all I remember. I'm gonna... Get <laughs> right it, in here now. Mnemonic Devices. Indeed. There you go. So... This was a good match. I mean, nothing really special out of any of them. Uh, what are they called? Oh, the... Uh, remember a couple weeks ago when, when, um... Stardust debuted that move where he jumps up on the rope, on the rope, and then Which jumps, jumps back. The rope. Yeah, he jumps up on the middle rope, and he just jumps back and sits on whoever's out there. Yeah, like sits. They, they call it the Falling Star now. That's a great name. It is a great name, but I don't, I think the move itself is fucking hysterical because he just jumps and sits on you. Yeah, it's like it's a non-move <laughs> that serves a purpose. It's like I could be really, really, really athletic, but. Nah, no, I'm just gonna fly it. He's kinda like the combination of a mime and, and a nutcase, like a crazy mime. Because he does speak, but he's mime like, in which, like, when he does certain moves and that. Yeah, the, the, thing, the ET thing things they like, do. It's incredible. I mean, Cody Rhodes, this is his idea. He struck freaking gold. And it's it's really good. I mean, it's amazing when you think of what he's doing now compared to... Remember when he was... Dashing Cody Rose? Fuck that. Do you remember when he was tag team champ with Bob Holly? That was a long time ago. And then he turned on Holly and stole his Alabama Slam? Yeah, I remember that. Remember when Bob Holly had a job? Rob Holly <laughs> is one of the toughest sons of bitches to ever lace up boots. He's also a dumb shit for fucking sandbag when Brock was going to... Yeah. And broke his neck. Dumb shit. Yeah, apparently that's why he was... You, Don't kill me. Did you ever watch the first uh, Tough Enough? Uh, like the first ever one with Matt Capitelli? Uh, and, uh, I think I... Uh, no. No, I didn't. The reason didn't he care. was such a prick in that is because he was still... Like his neck. Rehabbing. Was, yeah, he's still rehabbing. He's bitter, but yeah. Uh, Friend of the show, about Holly. Don't kill us. Hey, I didn't say anything. You did. You're it's on your own. own. <laughs> so yeah, we both uh, we both had that right. Of course, <laughs> basement bookers. We know what we're sometimes maybe tough. Hey, we, we were 50-50 on this uh, pay per view. Alright, uh the fourth match, a little surprising but then not really to think about it, considering they had time to work with, was Cena and Orton. I'm glad that in a cell. I'm glad that's it. I think it was a nice way to do it. I'm glad it was just them settling it. You know? I mean this I thought it was a very good match. I mean I liked that Um it was mostly one sided towards Randy for I'd say Two-thirds of the match, roughly. Um, A little surprised by that, but then again, I think uh, WWE is trying to start to tell the story of the main eventer who just doesn't have it anymore. Right. Like Triple H said in his uh, weekly sit-down interview with Michael Cole, that he fucking loves to do. um, He was saying he basically said that, and I think that's the story they're going to start to tell over the next few months, which is going to be interesting. This story is a decade in the making. Randy Orton came in. He was the diamond and the rough. Diamond in the rough, wow. He's that, that blue chipper. <laughs> you know, that future star. Mm-hmm. At one point, he was the future. We saw that. We... We watched him grow into what he is now. We and now there's someone else who's supposed to be the future. It's a He's what he was. Mm-hmm. Understand what I'm saying? Absolutely. They're, they're grooming Seth Rollins to replace Randy Orton. He's the old model now. You gotta think about what that does to a guy. I gotta say. I've always thought Seth Rollins can be flashy in matches. And that's great. He's very entertaining in the ring. He's HBK-like in a lot of ways. But all I'm saying is that he really needs to work (laughs) on his mic skills. (laughs) He sucks! (laughs) He sucks! There is... No way. I'll put it to you this way. If he hadn't won Money in the Bank, he'd be a nobody right now. That's true. I think they did the right thing by turning him heel. I think so too, because it's, it's definitely going to help him more than it would have helped the other two, because the other two obviously can stand on their own. Dean he Ambrose can. is a natural yeah. when it comes to his persona. Mm-hmm. that That's him. Roman reigns somehow fell ass backwards into something that works he's, yeah. he's got the look and that's that magnifies everything he's got he's gotta work a little bit on his mic work you don't have to tell me right but Rollins by far yeah he's, is the, he's the he's the weakest the when it comes to the mic but I'm not gonna wise. yeah I'm not gonna question his athleticism uh, I think it's I think he does great ring work. But that that's not enough sometimes. And, and but the Curve stomp is really cool, and I'm surprised no one did it sooner. I think that everyone was just like scared of the whole American history X, thing. or they just didn't think of it. You know, it could be possible. Like, oh, hey, this works. This guy, this move, it all it gels. It's a vicious move for a little guy. Yeah, he's not the biggest guy, but he's got a painful looking move. Mm-hmm. Offhand, I would love to see Rollins versus uh, John Morrison. That would be a great match, hmm. parkour versus CrossFit. Oh boy! <laughs> <coughs> it would be a great match. You like. Vendetta against CrossFit. <laughs> <laughs> you started it, workout boy. So, uh, you you won that one. You had seen I had Orton. Yeah, you know what though? Uh, yeah. I forgot to mention one thing. For a second, for. a... Slight second, I thought Randy Orton might win. For a second. Mm -hmm. While watching, when he had the upper hand, I thought they were going to just throw me off. Throw us all off. with having him as the number one contender. Yeah. But you knew going in, Cena was winning that match. He's going to fight Brock. Yeah. Here's what I think is going to happen. For Orton. I think, real soon, before, at latest, the Monday Night Raw, after the next pay per view is that Survivor Series. Survivor Series at latest. The Monday Night Raw after Survivor Series. Randy Orton will be a full face, and he'll be fighting against the Authority. I think they're going to work towards Orton versus Triple H at WrestleMania. Again? Yeah. All right. Oh, because they don't rehash things. For some reason, I thought they were working up to Cena Triple H at media. Mm. But yeah, they'll but be- have something else for Cena to do. I yeah you know because I was just thinking that's just another Daniel Bryan versus Triple H yeah yeah all right so match five on the card was Sheamus versus the Miz we both had Miz we were both wrong unfortunately yeah. the only read the only entertaining part of that match was the end what about Damian Mizdow yeah the end huh, Damian Mizdow was huh, doing man. the same things as the Miz like Sheamus was. Puppety. Oh that! Oh, after the match, after that the was match. fucking hysterical. Shit, that was that was hysterical. I don't remember the match though. Yeah, that's like I said. That's the best part. That's all I remember. Was it Raw or was it the Pay Per View where Miz was climbing up on top to the top turnbuckle, and Sandow behind him was climbing up to the top of the steps? I don't remember. But either way, either way, we we we're, we're big Miz fans. He's got the shirt. I want the shirt. Not the same shirt, obviously. But right now, I'm watching the Miz from his down. Yeah, and he's pretty fun. I, I love this gimmick for him. Yeah. I just wish they. Well, eventually he'll he'll probably turn on the Miz anyway. Like he he deserves to be much higher up in in the card but I'm enjoying where he is right now and I and I think they should keep him there for, for a little bit longer. I think he's enjoying it too. He gets to be on TV and he's not doing as much of the in-ring work. Yeah. Unless he prefers to wrestle, I don't know. But he's on TV. Did you heed my advice? Did you watch main event? I did not catch main event. Dude. Man. I got I got I got to give you spoilers on this. Okay. <coughs> All right, so if for those of you that didn't see main event, that don't watch main event, first of all, go watch it. Second of all, if you haven't seen it and you're going to, uh, spoiler alert, main event you can get on the WWE Network. Right by the way, nine 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 a month, and you have got it. You can watch it anytime after it airs on any device. But yeah, you were saying. Or on can, can you guys just put the briefcases like towards the wall? Thank you. Telling them where to put the the money, all the money that did. <laughs> I have no idea what you're doing. <laughs> Cause we keep shilling the network, so it's. Like oh okay. <laughs> oh jeez. Did you take your Jingo loba? I did. I'm just getting like I'm. I realize I'm, my mind is fucking slipping. I'm trying to get dyslexic. It is. You're not even getting our humor. <laughs> it's it's weird. The opening segment to main event was Miz TV. Not to be confused with Ms. Dow TV. Okay, but it was Ms. TV, and Ms. and Ms. Dow were sitting, and they brought out the Usos, sitting opposite them.
1: And as Ms.
0: is talking and asking the Usos questions, Ms. Dow, of course, is mimicking everything that he does. So when the Usos respond, one of them is talking, but the other one is mimicking him exactly the way that Ms. Dow and Ms. do. But wait, they had to, They asked them a couple of questions, and they would switch off. The one that was actually talking and the one was mimicking. Whoa, that's incredible! Outside, this is the first time I think ever outside of a match, the Usos were fucking entertaining. Oh, it was funny shit. That was the thing I told you you need to watch. I'll check fucking that hysterical. out. But I, for some reason. I thought Cole and JBL were talking about something that was terrible. They probably were. No one... Vince doesn't listen to Main Event. He doesn't watch Main Event. Oh, that's right. Just like he doesn't watch Manhattan. He doesn't work. He doesn't work Tuesdays. Vince <laughs> <He doesn't. laughs> <laughs> McMahon's always working. Probably working out. So... Garrett. <laughs> honestly, I don't even remember anything else that happened on Main Event. That was... That's all that matters. That was it for the show. That was the best part of the show. That's all that matters. It was fucking hysterical. I'll check that out. Oh, uh, speaking of checking out, did you check out the post I shared on the Basement Booker's Facebook page? Was that the tryout? Yes. Uh, uh, For some reason, I didn't get a notification that it was posted. Mm -hmm. But on the dirt sheet that I read, it was there and I watched it. And that was awesome. Dude. Mm -hmm. Like I said in the, when I shared it, I'm like, there goes any shot I ever had of actually ever trying that shit. Cause there's no way I can hang. Dude, you're, you're in shape at least. Doesn't matter. I, the best I could do is the promo part. That I'll be fine with. Did you notice none of the shit they did, uh, actually required strength? It was all stamina. Yeah, because, uh, Buildamont said they don't care if you can, power lift four hundred pounds or whatever. Mm-hmm. If you can't if you're in the ring Yeah you go going, like, going like this, this. So you're all winded. You know, winded and stuff like that. I'm like doing stuff like they can see me. But <laughs> I'm like acting like I'm winded mm-hmm. then you ain't shit. Mm-hmm. You gas out, you shit, you know? I was like, Wow, that dude was like yakking in a bucket. Mm-hmm. So what's his name? Um that, that kid that was on uh the Steve Austin, Tough Enough. Yeah. Uh, again. What a loser. Just give up. No, I'm kidding. Just, just <laughs> believe in yourself. The fuck was his name, Follow Josh, your dreams. Zach? Uh, it's, it's Scott. Scott? He looked like a Scott. Like a damn it, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Jeff. God damn it. Yes, the famous... uh, what was it? Rico Constantino. Rico Constantino. It was a uh, three-minute warning versus the Hardys... And Lita, I don't remember. Somebody. So some Don't matter. Ah, fucking. What were we just talking about? I don't know, but I want pork chops now. Mmm. <laughs> Love me some pork chops. Alright, so, yeah. The, the Miz and Miz thing. I didn't like it at first. But Miz, M- M- Damien Miz won me over. See? Straight. You see? It works. If you shove something down someone's throat long enough, I guess. You know, I'm glad that we went into this segment to sort of lift my spirits (laughs) because the next match was very disappointing. Are you looking ahead? Where are we? That's match five, six. Oh, Sho and Rusev? Yeah. I did it that way because it felt smooth. I figured it would be a good segue. Yeah, I mean, we didn't even get a Mark Henry heel turn. Yeah. Yeah, but he got the seed. The seed is there. Fuck the seed. But he tapped. I got a question. So why, why isn't Jack Swagger feuding with Rusev? He never tapped out. Where is Jack Swagger? What is he doing? Is he training? Maybe he's, maybe he's he maybe he went to Russia to train. I wouldn't allow that. They got the best training facilities in the U.S. Goddamn it! It's a Rocky Four reference. Oh, okay. Because you explained that to me once. I remember. Well, oh, I explained to you that the rematch was going to take place. The match between Rocky and the Russian is going to take place in, in Russia. That's the only reason. That's the only way they agreed to fight. Uh-huh. So Rocky flew over to Russia, and he would train. And the mountains and shit, running up a fucking mountain, running away from, like, cars trying, that are supposed to be watching him, so he's, like, running fast past them and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Doing, like, actual real training with, like, wood logs and stuff while uh, the other guy using machines. Like Brock. Yeah. But the point is, he went over there. So maybe that's where he is. Mm-hmm. You know what they should do? Have they ever wrestled in Russia? Dude, they should have Jack Swagger go over Rusev in Russia. How awesome would They'll that be? They'll riot. Yeah! No, riot! <laughs> Dude, realize, they'd have to depend on building security, arena security, to make sure no one has... Oh, and it's fucking Russia, man. The KGB will show up. There's They'll all disappear. There's no KGB anymore, though. Wink, wink. Yeah. He's just the president now. <laughs> Who did <sighs> Alright, so yeah, that was shit. Yeah, well, let's talk about what happened. Tapped out. But oh, then man, we show up Mark Henry showed up. Mark Henry showed up during the match to encourage Big Show. And, and to, I don't think he he didn't distract him, did he? No, it was I actually him being there, he was like, well, you, you know. hmm. Dumb. yeah I, I don't remember that much of that except Cho tapped and then there was no it, p- turn. I remember the seed I remember thinking fuck this seed it's annoying oh, I'm ready to move on to the next match sure man go ahead let's do this AJ Lee versus Paige AJ and Paige championship and I was right yes you were you were right on Rusev Yes, I was. But um, good match. Those girls really go at it; like they try.
1: Mm-hmm. Way better than the
0: Bella match. They're easily the two um, most entertaining female wrestlers WWE has. I say most entertaining because I want to differentiate that from best. In that, I would I if it was best, uh, it would be between. Those two, Natalia, and I'm, I'm in my head bringing her up, Charlotte. Charlotte is fucking good. Charlotte is really fucking good. We gush over Charlotte like every week. She's fucking good. I just, they take their time with her, you know. It's time for her to come up. And on a Charlotte note, her husband who, work, who works in TNA, under the name Bram, he's English. Anyway, he's uh, dubbed himself the new king of hardcore by uh, kicking Devon's ass. He can't do that. Devon is not the king of hardcore. So who is the king of hardcore? Foley, yes, he's retired. Dennis Tommy Dreamer. Not in a major promotion. Does not not make him the king. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah, you know, he's Devon. That doesn't make him anything. It makes him the new... If it was a tag team hardcore, far and away the Dudleys. Sure. Sorry, that's 3D. That's not what this is. You are correct, sir. But whatever. Bram's a heel, obviously. Really don't care about him. (laughs) Alright. That was our seventh match. We're up to the main event. The really real main event. Which, by the way, really happy just saying that Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins have the main event. I was really happy about that also. I knew there was going to be shenanigans. I loved the irony of Kane using a fire extinguisher. Yes, that, that, that was a nice touch. <laughs> uh, that, was, that was a markout moment in and of itself. Okay. It feels like an in thing. Like you got to be in on it. No, you just got to be watching wrestling for at least shit. How long ago? Fucking... That's pretty much what I just fucking said. Because you're in. Because you know that's the not shit. That's in. That's, that's not in. in. That's dude. not. That's not in. Experience is an either. in. Is it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like an inside between true fans. Uh, okay. True fans would know this. It's a smart, especially thing. for the last how many years. Fifteen years at it's least? Fifteen of twenty, yeah. Fifteen, twenty years. <laughs> I should have saw this podcast a long time ago. We would have been innovators. We didn't have a pod with which to cast, though. Indeed. didn't have a pod to piss in, so to speak. Alright. Let's not stray, because this match... I really like this match a lot, even with the shenanigans. I still want to know why... Alright, so Bray Wyatt said that he sees a lot of himself in Dean Ambrose. Hold on a second. Are we just going to skip over the fact that they fell off the cage? I know you didn't appreciate that as much as I did. I, I liked It looked it. obvious. It's just that I really wish that the cameraman wasn't in the position to show all the announcers clearing their tables... Well, there was that, and there was also the angle that you shot it up. They had these like two inch flat spikes at the midpoint of the cage, right? You know where, where so you, they can hang. Yeah, yeah. I'm still not mad at that though. You may as well put a fucking platform up there. You should. They should have the cage, the cell, and then just have scaffolding around it with stairs. I think when the we... landing is fucking the landing. And then there's a slide that they'll slide Well, down. I think you have to clear stuff like that. And they're like, alright, the only way we're going to let you do that is <laughs> if you do it this way. So you All do right. it this way. Alright, let, let's, uh... I fucking mean, you hate highs I do fucking hate heights. So... I got I get nervous as shit. Well, did you see when they were fucking walking across? They, they still had fucking shit popping. It's not very steady, too. We've seen people fall through there. Yeah, that case looked a little bit more sturdy for some reason. Did well, it to you? Although, well, they did change design between then and now. Um, obviously, but it looked... You know. Mm. And I know cells, man. I know cells look a little sturdy. Stur- sturdy cell. In a few? Been in a few. <laughs> Smackdown for PlayStation. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um... It was easily the best match on the card. They proved that they deserved the main event. The homage to... I wouldn't even say the homage to Foley and Undertaker. It was an homage to Foley. They both left on a stretcher. And fucking came back and finished the match. Of course. So... They both went through the fucking table. I like how it was pretty much on even ground when... The meat and potatoes of the match started. They they were both beat to shit, fucking ten minutes in. I honestly didn't see what happened to uh, to the goons after they after. I think they Boston left them spell. up there. They're just up there. And after the pay-per-view <laughs> ended, just they just put they, the cell up. And they, they still over there? Yeah, I think they're still there. Like, Hello. <laughs> we Come gotta on. go. <laughs> you can't leave me up here, boy. I won the lottery once. Ah, uh, that's my Jamie Noble. Indeed. Ah, <laughs> uh, fucking idiot, man. She yeah. was. I don't. I'm trying not to remember her. She was chewing the gums, alright. Oh come on, man! It's like I, a cow chewing her. Oh, Aw, now I remember her. <laughs> she was gross. Yeah. How would she? Did she win tough enough? She won the female thing. I think it was like I one girl, know. one boy. Oh, that was uh, it was her and um, Daniel Pewter. I no, think. it was Maven. Oh, uh, Maven?
1: Yeah, Maven.
0: Your boy Maven. Your boy Maven, who eliminated Taker from I was McGuire just going to say that. And then they fucking like, brawled like, inside the if, fucking if it popcorn make, machine. If it's a co- any consolation to people, it was the American badass. It wasn't the real Undertaker. I mean, I mean Undertaker busted the fuck out of him. Yeah, it was good. It's too bad he didn't hit him harder. No, he's not even wrestling anymore. He's a fucking motivational speaker or some shit. Or salesman or something. Isn't that ironic? Eh, he's amazing. He had the charisma of a Swiffer back. Dude didn't even have eyebrows to raise. He was just bald from the neck up. That's convenient. Being bald from the neck up. Anyway, why the fuck are we talking about that? <laughs> we got fucking Ambrose and Rollins here. There's, there's something I, I understand that you gotta give a little leeway, cause these matches are brutal, but do you remember the part where Seth Rollins was getting set up for the table? He was gonna, but uh, Ambrose was gonna get on the middle rope, sit on the top rope, and drop yeah. the elbow on him. Mm-hmm. The way he fell on the table, mm-hmm. and then he was just like, Let me, he, <laughs> like... He, like, situated himself. Like, I know, I know. Mm-hmm. But it just looked... It didn't look good. He, anytime... Alright, if you see a, a guy... Like, he was on it. But then he got, like, really, like, perfectly in place. Can you at least be splayed? Like, I guess it was <laughs> to make it so that it... The hit is right. Pay attention. Yeah. And I'm leading up to that also. Pay attention the next time... um like a high flyer slams somebody in the middle of the ring and they they land parallel to the ropes except RVD. RVD can fucking turn in midair like a fucking beast. I don't know how he does it. It's Like a flying squirrel. He's got a rubber band in his spine. He's a flying squirrel. Maybe. Fucking if the guy that's on the mat doesn't know which turnbuckle the guy's gonna go to when when his opponent eventually decides you'll see him turn himself the same way Rollins did. Hmm. They move their legs, make it look like they're just trying to like get feeling their legs, and legs are over a little, and then they move their body. It's pretty obvious once you fucking see it. I guess I should just choose the blind spot. Yeah, look away. Doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. Move along. All right. So then we had. I mean, I'm hearing Cody Rhodes' old theme song in my head. We had smoke and mirrors. (laughs) <laughs> I the mirrors. You really spoke me right that was a great theme song, too. Great entrance song. Yeah, I liked it. Whoa! Alright. Like, there was a hole in the ring there was light coming out of it, and then... Tupac. The T- hologram. Like, <laughs> honestly, I, I, I couldn't tell what the fuck it was. I knew it was supposed to be of an apparition, Speaking in tongues. Well, that was obviously Bray Wyatt. Yeah, I know, but... That was was cool. Tupac. Were you able to actually make it out? Was it supposed to be Sister Abigail? I thought it was like him. It hasn't been mentioned. It wasn't mentioned on Raw? Bray didn't say anything about? Any spirits? Yeah, I don't. How do you explain that? So does he have magic powers? I thought he was just a guy. I think he just cut a hole in the ring and put his lantern down. Maybe he's one of those hillbilly technologists. Like, he's, like, got technology. No. Like, his power is based on technology. Like, why he can blow out an electric lantern. That's magic. Oh, wait, no, dude. He's from Louisiana. Isn't magic technology we just can't explain yet? Yes. He do do that voodoo. Hmm. Nice. Or Valdun, if you will. I don't. What? Valdun. What is that? Am I going to hell? No, nah, it's voodoo. Oh. Same as voodoo, but it's a it, it's a term for voodoo with much less stigma on it. So he's doing voodoo, and that makes a hologram. Sure. F- All right. <laughs> hey, if Papa Shango can make an uh, Ultimate Warrior puke, he did. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. If he could do that, then he can make a hologram. I, I don't want to talk about this anymore. Because you could hear this, and then one day. day... Is that black blood streaming from your scalp? That's not going to work twice. Okay? <laughs> That's not going to work twice. Uh, I was confused by the hologram. Yeah, I... I think that was the point. Look, It did drive Ambrose a little nuttier than usual. He was like, huh? Look, it's 2014. That shit wasn't necessary. Also was done well. It was on the side. Get that shit. All right. I'm sorry, guys, but this is where the R for realness comes in. <laughs> get that shit the fuck out of here. Get that the fuck out of here. Look, I'm willing to accept a lot of things. I understand sports entertainment. I really do. And there was a time that that would be just amazing. You can't do that now. Mm-hmm. That that is. It doesn't belong in this time. It's not for now. That's an Undertaker thing. That's, that's back then. That's yeah. not now. So, I guess they gave up on the whole reality era? Because <laughs> that doesn't belong here. I'll put my foot down. Oh, I'll, yeah. I'll take go. the stunt doubles. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> Fuck your holiday. It's now. funny, JBL said that that's voodoo. <laughs> yeah, you <he> did. <laughs> it's, like, it's not voodoo, he's just a stunt double. Well, look at what's happening out here! Come on, Michael. While we're on JBL for a second, it was great because um, JBL's going on vacation. So, which I think was why he was stopping in on main event, right? And you could tell like he hadn't done any homework. He didn't research. He had nothing. He wasn't expected to be there, probably. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and 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 Cole's just uh, making fun of him the whole time. He's he's just like, "What do you care? You're on vacation." <laughs> he's like, "I'm going to Bermuda." Fucking losing from you. I wonder if Cole is upset because he's never going to get a vacation. He could never, he, right? Hey, that's the price. He's the voice of the WWE now. Has yeah. been for some time. Hey, that's why the train white bread. Oh man, that's gonna suck. It's Tom Phillips. Tom Wonderbread Phillips. <sighs> I don't say anything wrong. Wonderbread. Yeah. He's a good kid. He's a good. Even Michael Cole is like sriracha sauce compared to him. <laughs> shit. Watching a lot of old uh, rock promos with Michael Cole, and it's <laughs> like, wow. like Michael Cole has come a long way. Vince? Vince is that kind of guy where if you stick with him, if you stick through all that shit, he'll fucking reward you. I, I read an interview with um, uh, Jim Ross. I don't remember what who had interviewed him or whatever, but um and this was pretty recent. He was saying how um, during like at the height of the Monday Night Wars, jr signed a ten year contract, and that was pretty unheard of. And he fucking stuck with it. And Vince even said that he was he was surprised that he did. Vince, Vince told him when he first signed the contract, he's like, "If you stay with me, I'll, I'll take care of you when you're gone. I'll take care of you." And Jr. said that he's made a shitload of money. He got got a ridiculous bonus after that contract expired. There you go. Loyalty. Very important. So Michael Cole is probably a fucking multimillionaire. Yeah, he's set. I was watching him get abused by Stone Cold. What? What? (laughs) What? 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 Uh, I kind of miss the what's. So the original Watts. I do. I miss the Watts it. Like, say he was trying to... They should have him... He could sell the WWE Network better than Hulk Hogan. Hogan's not trying to sell the Network now. He's trying to sell breast cancer or something. I was talking to my friend Rich the other day. I said I was talking to my friend Rich the other day. What? I said I was talking to my friend Rich the other day. What? I go to Rich. I say Rich. What? Rich, I said to Rich. What? The WWE Network. What? It's free. What? I said it's free. What? I said it's free. What? I said it's free in November. What? In November, <laughs> it's free. <laughs> uh, now go what? out there and get the WWE Network for free. And that's the bottom line. Because Stone Cold said so. Listen to my podcast. <sighs> He's so good. I miss him. I miss that the rock stone cold. I listen to some of his podcasts. He talks about his fucking like tractors and shit. Cause he's the working man. His podcast is for the working man. This one I listen to. Honestly, I only listen to this one. Who was who was the guest? I don't even remember. Oh, uh, I just remember he was probably talking, Paul Heyman. Probably he was talking about um, yeah, he has his tractors in his barn, and he's got a rodent problem. So he built a fence, and he still had a fucking rodent problem. So he built a bigger fence, bigger rodent problem. Like, how the fuck are they getting in there? He was talking about maybe getting a I'm like, how about you don't keep your shit in a fucking barn? <laughs> Build a real fucking building with walls that aren't made of wood. Like, use brick. How about I how get some bricks? You got bricks? You got, you got bricks in Tejas? <laughs> It's a good point, bricks, man. He's got the money. He could probably make bricks, too, if he wanted to. Probably could. Do it himself. The fucking... You don't need a foundation. As I know in Texas they can't fucking have foundations because it's all clay. Just fucking make a concrete fucking slab. Make it a couple inches thick. You fucking build up your bricks from there. and They can't fucking get in unless you let them in. Yeah, wise. I don't think this has to do with anything anymore. <laughs> with evolving, it's a fucking this. Like this is not. This can't be a first world problem. Rodents getting at your tractors because your building's made of wood. <laughs> uh, you're relentless. <laughs> I don't know. I uh, it's stupid. Go, go, live in a real world, pricks That's the real world to him. Ah. Oh. <laughs> I can't live outside New York. I apologize to any of our listeners who live outside New York. If you don't have a basement, we are pro farming within which to book. If you don't have bricks in your state or country, or I hut, apologize. or your hut, your hut, or your TP, or whatever you choose to live in, igloo, igloo. I don't think they have road rodent problem. Nah, they don't survive those temperatures. <laughs> <It's> fucking cold. <laughs> Alright. <sighs> so yeah, I don't know what the fuck was up with that hologram. That shit was good. <laughs> that whole thing was great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was stupid. I, I Like I said... The character didn't... The Bray Wyatt character does not need a hologram. He doesn't need any kind of... He doesn't need another gimmick in there. Like, seriously. That just didn't work. Didn't work. Alright, so. Solid pay-per-view. Um. We went 4-4. We 4-4, four, four. Four, four, which. I got a message. I got a message from Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt. You have put yourself in the middle of something that you will never comprehend. You have thrown yourself in between Rich Doris and myself. Was it not for you interrupting in that match, I would have won. <laughs> I will have my vengeance. So you can take your hologram, you can turn it sideways, and stick it straight up your candy ass. But I'm not done. I want you to take it out of your ass. And then you're going to pass it to Luke Harper. And Luke Harper's going to stick it straight up his candy ass. And then when he's not done, he's going to stick it right up Eric Rowe's candy ass. And you can all have your candy asses with lanterns off them. Uh, anyway, don't fuck with me. Bray Wyatt, you, you paid him. You emailed Bray Wyatt and you told him that Dean Ambrose is a twisted reflection of himself. And that's why he interfered on your behalf. It's not enough that you're 2-0 and in WWE Supercar. It's not enough. You gotta get the predictions too. Unbelievable. We tied. Honestly, if I would have changed anything here, as far as what actually happened, I would have made. I would have made the, the Miz one, but we still would have been tied. I think it's fine with a tie. Like Big Show, sure Rusev, I like. I don't know if I would have changed it. You probably should have because it's so. It's like everyone, everyone that goes to fight him, they, they shoot themselves in the foot. Why can't Big Show just stand up? He's old and tired, I All right. Any uh, additional raw notes to mention here? Uh, I have all the raw notes to mention here. Yeah. All right. Um, so I noticed a pattern. And you ever notice that after the authority... Bends us over, fucks us in the ass on a the pay per view. They all they usually show up Monday Night Raw like first thing. They are like in the opening segment. Yeah, that's what they do for nine ninety nine. Mm-hmm. uh the, the that segment, which was basically uh, everybody coming in. Uh, Steph was like, mm-hmm. "Welcome, not boys. everybody." I'm not done. I'm not done. Okay. I'm not done. I jumped ahead. What? I said I'm not done. What? I said I'm not done. What? I got more notes. What? I said I got more notes. What? We're not done. What? Alright. So now, <laughs> like I was saying before, uh, the authority which includes Triple H, uh, Stephanie McMahon, Cocaine, Jamie Noble, and Joseph Mercury. And all. I thought he came out after. Him. Oh, yeah. You're right. Alright. So... Steph, I think it was Steph who called out Rollins. Mm-hmm. He came out successful, uh, s- starts spewing bullshit. He hobbled a little. I like that. Yeah, he hobbled. He sold. And he was heavily taped later on too. Yeah, the usual, you know, waist tape mm-hmm. on you know, the midsection, whatnot. Uh, Orton comes out, gave his best promo work. In a long time. Agreed. That was fucking awesome. I put down my phone to watch that shit. I was like, holy shit, this is great. First of all, I popped hard what he said he wanted Rollins dead. He wanted him dead. He wanted to beat him. He wanted to kill him. Mm -hmm. Take his life away from him. Because he blames Rollins curb-stopping him. Mm. on Raw, for him losing to John Cena on Sunday night. That's kind of a heel thing still. But I don't know if you notice when Randy Orton is going on his little his rant, he did a little foley. He had like a little foley to him where he mentioned taking anger management classes, which I did for real, the way he said it. <laughs> that was great. It was kind of like a foley thing. It felt like the same kind of intensity. Like he was watching videos. I think he, he did that for people like us that have been watching for a while. I'm like, what about anger management? Yeah, I I really appreciated that. Cause he was. I wonder if he had Dr. Shelby. No, because then we wouldn't know him because he would have been punted. Yeah. You know, that, mm-hmm. would never have seen him. Mm-hmm. Uh, great stuff. More. Uh I watched the promo twice. I can't tell you exactly what was said, but I watched it twice because it was great. And that RKO from nowhere. Mm-hmm. From out of nowhere. It's like he tapped him on the chest and then just... <laughs> well, Rollins' arm was in the way. He was, like, scratching his fucking yeah, it's like, beard. Or something. It's like he swatted it away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. I wonder if he was expecting that or was he really out of nowhere? Uh, he sold it, so... Maybe there's a new rule going around. Everyone has to be ready to sell an RKO. At any, at any time. They're like, just look at these vines! Yeah! <laughs> because then it's genuine. Mm-hmm. He RKO's somebody. Yeah. That would be great. So, I still can't believe that Big Show tapped. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. Show and Henry tag-teamed. Somehow, they're the number one contenders for the tag-team championships. Yeah, because... Because Big Show lost... Mm -hmm. By submission. Tapped out. Tapped out Mm -hmm. to Rusev at the pay-per-view. And Mark Henry... Isn't he still losing to Bo Dallas? Three in a row, at least. Why why are they the number one contender? Because... They're the biggest. Or, as a tag team, they haven't been beaten yet. I don't even know if that's true. I'm trying to figure it out because I don't know. I think it's bullshit. It is bullshit. Uh, we all know what happens there. Uh, sexual chocolate chance. Yeah. Uh, and of course, from the world's strongest man, the world's most obvious heel turn. Yeah. Which everybody saw from a mile away. Uh, my advice from now on for anyone in the vicinity of Mark Henry, face or heel. Just remember, that's what he does. He's not a friend. Nope. He he's always going to turn heel. He always turns. Just stay away from the guy. Yeah, he's always tricking people. Mm-hmm. This little retirement thing. Tricky. Yeah, and you the just, retirement you, thing was great. You just knew it was going to happen. Like I, I was, I was, I was a Mark Henry fan for a day. That's the most you've ever been a Martin Henry fan. Yep. So, much like The Rock, Roman Reigns was bringing it via satellite. That's what you do. That was pre-recorded. That wasn't live. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I, I felt like that could have been done better if they did like a, a post-Raw uh, show. They wanted yeah. to talk to him. Uh, they added Alicia vs. Paige. Um. No, I'm sorry. Alicia vs. AJ. No. Nah. You just mentioned Paige, though. I just remembered something else from main event. Uh, I don't know why she, she like, licked Natty's face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're gonna check that out. Yeah, I am. Alicia Fox fought AJ. Yes. The Divas champ. Yes. Um. AJ won. And Paige kicked Foxy's ass. She did. She. Annihilated her to where King King was actually like, Yo, we gotta stop this. And he came out and did his uh, and she's like, Yeah, he did his thing. But my favorite was Paige yelling, I don't need a best friend. (laughs) (laughs) And that look she had on her face, too. She really meant it. She did. I love it. Yeah, she's really good at that. Why did they ever try to make her a face? I don't know. It's like we got we have two really, really awesome, but Slightly different brands of crazy, and it works so fucking well. I, I love it. I think the crazier you are, uh, the longer you should be Divas Champion, because mm-hmm. that just means I can see you more on TV doing crazy, nutty shit. Hey, AJ's still great. She got a fucking. I don't know what I was gonna say. Um. So we had uh Cena say Cena stuff. Yeah. The usual. About Brock, you know, you heard it once; you heard it like a thousand times. I'm never gonna give up. I'm the guy that runs the place, and, and then comes the girl that runs the place. Stephanie McMahon. Mm. Uh, she basically tells Cena, "Hey, uh, there's a spot for you if you want. Maybe, maybe come to the authority." Which I'm thinking to myself, first of all. You're smarter than this. If you really wanted John Cena to join the authority, you wouldn't approach him in the ring in front of all his fans. Everyone knows he's not going to turn, mm-hmm. especially if it's in front of everybody. The only way to get him to join the authority is going to be like Nexus style. It's like, alright, it's 8 on 1. If you lose, you join the authority and everything you everything we say or you're fired. Yeah, that's the only way it's going to happen. And no, even he, then, he'll he'd come up He'd win 8 on 1 because he has won 8 on 1. It's fucking annoying. He's John Cena. Didn't he bury the entire roster at the end of the Raw? <sighs> yeah. Who will get to that? <laughs> the Cena Shovel. So this leads to, at Survivor Series, we will have Team Cena versus Team Authority. Because it's been brewing. Yeah, or for a long time. So, on Team Authority, I'm going to say Kane, um, Rollins. If he has nothing else to do. If he has nothing else to do. I think he'll have something to do. Actually, I'm not sure he will. Because Dean Ambrose is going to be fighting Bray Wyatt, I'm assuming. Orton wants Rollins. So, Orton, Rollins. Oh, is Orton going to be on Team Cena? That's what I was thinking. He'll be the last member of Team Cena. Or he'll turn during Survivor Series on Team Authority. I don't know. They can't fight each other, but they can sure fight with each other. Can we stop just stop pairing them, period? Just give them like that. Let's see an have Raw. Put Arc on SmackDown, divide the fucking rosters again. Yeah, have them compete with each other. I'm the face of SmackDown, I'm the face of Raw. Ah, uh, you gonna make a song? No. Oh. Um. <laughs> so uh backstage, Kane runs into Dolph Ziggler, who he accuses. Well, he doesn't accuse him, but he sees him talking to John Cena, so mm. he's thinking that maybe Ziggler might join John Cena on his team, and decides the best way for me to make him not join his team is by fucking you up mm. in the ring. Which, to which, I'm feeling like, can we? Pl- Please not have Kane bury the IC title. <laughs> Can we not do this? Which he didn't. Because Dolph Ziggler won the match. Barely. Thankfully. Barely. He, he's still Kane. Yeah. But I think he should be slightly weaker as Cocaine. Because when has he, he has he the won- mask on, he's stronger. Has he won a singles match as Cocaine? Not fairly. Okay. That's fair. So, what has what have you been missing from Raw? Free white. Well, that's too bad because Ryback is back. Oh, yeah, that guy. Okay. And he's not just Ryback, he's the original Ryback. He has lyrics in his song now. Feed me. He's doing the more. Feed Me More again, and they fed him both. Meat on the table. Daddy that is what me. you are. You run from me and you won't get too far. Well wow, you know that many words, huh? Yeah. You can keep going. I forgot. I might edit it out. You might? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's, you love the jungle, you make the kill, or something. I don't know. But I think he gets his fill okay. from eating you <laughs> because he's Rhyme Now, I missed something. I I don't know if you picked up on it. I didn't notice it. But on Main Event, Michael Cole and JBL were joking about how Ryback had uh, something on his singlet misspelled. Did he? That's what they said. Huh. And it sounded legit, so... I didn't notice. Yeah, I gotta see if I can find pictures of song. Unless he spelled big guy wrong. I don't think he's the one airbrushing it. He gets the same guy that R.V.D. does. Oh. Wait, maybe that's why Ryback is gone, R.V.D. can come back. R.V.D. leaves, Ryback comes back. Do you think R.V.D. turns into Ryback? No, but I think that their airbrush guy has got a lot on his plate. He's got a lot of meat on his table. If you will. <laughs> uh, squash match. Poor Bo. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Cesaro and Ambrose was next, and of course that was uh Cesaro getting bludgeoned with. <laughs> I like how they didn't turn the mic off. <laughs> that yeah. that was incredible. <laughs> that was great. Uh, and after that, of course, that was a non-match. But yeah, oh, it was so good though. Uh I think Ambrose cut a promo. He did. He was talking. He was. He was a uh, pace. I like how he managed to pace on top oh. of the announce table. That's great, and he has to pace because that, that 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 means he's nutty. Yeah, it, it, he's trying to rationalize what's happening here. Mm-hmm. It, his mind is so fucked; he, he just can't stand still. Yeah, and after having your energy levels heightened up, the best thing to do is go out and take a piss break because next you have Nikki with Bree in her corner, and they could say, uh, "Is it a number one contenders match for the Divas title?" I don't know what the fuck it was. Who was it against? I don't remember. You know what's funny? I only wrote Nikki with Brie. Oh <laughs> uh, wait, let's let's was it Natty? Naomi. Naomi. Yes, because. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Nikki was having Brie. Yeah, she, yeah. Like you know, hope. She, all she did was grab her ankle, and she didn't like you saw. She didn't even really put anything into it. Was this for the number one contender? Doesn't matter. They hardly ever say number one contender and diva in the same sentence. That is true. Um, then we had Seth Rollins versus John Cena. Which, what was the point of the contract on the Paul match? I guess for, to have Rollins in a cage. Yeah. Is better than sell. Okay. Cause, it looks like Cena got what he wanted anyway. He still got to fight Rollins. Yeah, but then the locker man did, and yeah, but he still got his hands on him, just mm-hmm. not in the way that Dean got his hands on him. Mm-hmm. Did Cena clear the whole ring? No, uh, the faces in general did. Okay, because I just saw him in the ring when it was over. No Nuts. one else is there. They're instructed to leave. Guess, um, so the Bulgarian brute's plan is to take the United States title now sense. And I still say if he wins it and when he wins it, he should make it the European title. You want the Sheamus to make it the European title. Or whatever. Why wouldn't he make it the Russian title? Eh. Because it was never a Russian title. I don't, you know what? I don't think he's going to change it. I think Lana is smart enough and has the wherewithal to keep it as the United States champion. The United States Championship. Because he would be our champion. Yeah. And there's nothing we can do about it. I guess that's more insulting. The only thing is, my problem is the same problem you have with putting Rusev in the ring with Big Shaw Mark Henry. Seamus is tall, is is also another tall guy. Mm mm-hmm. Still make Rusev look like a baby. He just looks like a baby. He's fucking pudgy and. He has to loaded. appear dominant. And he's not going to against Seamus. And if you ask me technically, Rusev should be number one contender for the World Heavyweight title. If you want to be technical, he hasn't lost. He hasn't been pinned or submitted. You're right. I wouldn't like that. Neither would I. I think um, an argument against that would be his inexperience. Of course. It's always going to be about that. He is kind of green. Bo Dallas was, what, 13 and Bo? Yeah, but you never... Bo Dallas isn't beating, you know, Big Shows or Mark Henrys or Jack Swatters. So so, so now it depends on who you're beating. Heavyweights. There's no weight classes. I don't care. They're big guys. Collie. All right, so fucking, <laughs> I, I do predict uh, Orton going to Team Cena. He he'll be the last piece, mm-hmm. or he'll turn on Team Authority at Survivor Series, at the Survivor Fest, like uh, like Big Show did on SmackDown and Team Teddy, or whatever the fuck it was. He's gonna tear his shirt off. He's gonna have a Team Cena shirt. Like, and it's gonna it's gonna say "Never Give Up." And you're going to have John Cena armist. <laughs> and then yep. hell will freeze over. The world's largest armbands. That's all I got on Raw. Uh, eh. It's alright for the after pay per view show. Yeah, we talked a little bit about uh, Bray Wyatt's promo. It was alright. That, uh, nothing special to me. Alright, so it is Thursday. Still. Um, so obviously we haven't seen SmackDown. Once again, we have SmackDown spoilers here. Uh, we haven't read them yet, so this is going to be a surprise to all of us. So to start out, Big Show comes out actually before SmackDown started taping. Okay, um, and I asked the crowd to send a message to Daniel Bryan, who he said might need elbow surgery soon. The crowd gave a loud yes chant. Elbow, elbow. I don't have any information on what. That was. I skipped over it. So I thought there was something more on SmackDown. Um, what have you heard about Daniel Bryan's situation? Oh, I've heard reports stating that he's going for a elbow surgery. Oh. And he's going to be out for an extra amount of time. Indefinite. Indefinite. He might. His career might be over. He might. Daniel Bryan. For elbow surgery? Brian Daniel Danielson. They, are they overhyping this? He might never wrestle again. Is this a work? This has to be a work. For elbow surgery? Look, I'm not a doctor. I'd like I'd like it to be a work. But there's a slight chance it isn't. Nonetheless, you know, I hope, you know, that's not the case, I hope he gets better. It comes back. It's alright, bro, don't cry. Yeah. T- tissue. Alright, so <laughs> next up we had if you ask me the main event of SmackDown. The Divas Halloween Battle Royal. Earnest I... shot at the Divas Championship. Oh, okay, so that's for the championship. the number one contender, you're really not wrestling in a match match. I'm fine with that, and it, I wonder what, what kinda sexy costumes. Well it doesn't say anything about that here. Well, we gotta tune in. Take a guess who won. Nikki Bella. <gasps> what are you, psychic? Call me now! Alright, so it says here the final four were Nikki, Page, Alicia, and Natalia. Fox eliminated Natalia, then speared Page. Eliminating both of them and giving Nikki the win. Fox eliminated Natalia, speared Page. Huh? I don't know, dude. Okay, okay, Fox eliminated Natalia. And then when she speared Page, both Fox and Page got eliminated. Because you speared her through the ropes, and that's smart. They probably fought each other out there. Oh, uh, stupid. So AJ was on commentary, so this is definitely going to be something to watch and listen to. And they had a stare down after the win. I really don't want them to give Nikki the Divas title. They might give Nikki the Divas title. I'll be okay with Helmer it only it. if she posts with it the way Melina did with the uh, tag team titles. Wear it as a top. I don't think it'll fit the big. It's for a small one. That's waist. probably the point. Hmm. Alright. Alright, uh, so Kane and Rollins come out, talk about the Ambrose Cesaro main event. Uh, I guess that was from Monday. No, that's from this night. Okay. Um, and Randy giving Rollins an RKO on Raw. Rollins took the mic, and instantly got a ton of heat. Kane called out Dolph Ziggler. Oh my god. Non-title match. Went about 11 minutes. Kane beat Dolph. Oh, come on. Clean? Doesn't say. After the match, Kane chokeslammed Dolph again, then Rollins, Mercury, and Noble beat him up. Kane told Dolph he's got another match right now against Seth Rollins. Who won in under 30 seconds with the curb stop. What are they doing? I uh, don't I don't like it. Me neither. I'm sure they're building up to something. Heath Slater, who I guess is a heel again, came out dressed as a scarecrow. Which is, good, which is going to be interesting. And started talking about John Cena, but was interrupted by Ryback. Who then squashed Heath Slater in about a minute. Ry- Ryback tore apart Slater's costume and gave him a meat clothesline and shell shot. Mark Henry supposedly call, uh, cut an awesome heel promo explaining why he turned on Big Show. Said so he got tired of Show show hogging the spotlight, which said the Giant come to the ring. Henry pushed... Oh, I guess was, this was on Miz TV. Um, Mark Henry pushed Miz and sat down in front of him, but Big Show ran past him and went after Henry. Big brawl on the outside. Show got the advantage. Henry speared him through the ringside barricade. Henry stood tall on the way out. Somebody go get his ass kicked. So, Somebody go get his weak slit. So Mark Show, Mark, Mark Show, Mark Show, Mark Show. Well, it's the Mark Show. Mark Henry is the big guy using the spear. Now, huh? All right. Tell me this part right here, right in the middle of the page. Tell me I'm reading that right. Los Matadors defeated WWE Tag Team Champions, Goldust and Stardust, in a non-title match. Cody Rhodes and El Torito were doing their thing outside the ring, distracting Goldust and allowing one of the Matadors to get a quick pin. Huh? Alright, I know I'm reading this. I think this person was on the good shit. ha 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 ha. I don't think this means what we think it means. But I think the Matadors got a victory over the Tag Team Champions. But I'm not sure how the to... We're gonna definitely have to check SmackDown out for that. I, I don't want to watch SmackDown for that. Why, why are Los Matadors winning anything anyway? Fucking kids, man. Alright. <clears throat> oh, speaking of Ray Kali, which I mentioned earlier, Rusev squashed Great Kali in one minute. Kali was not moving around well. This person apparently has never seen Great Kali before, I guess. Uh, to say Kali was not moving around well means hey, it's really Great Kali. It's not Hornswoggle and it's the fact that the man could move around. Um, Rusev quickly hit a sidekick and applied the accolade for the submission. Post-match, Lana started cutting the prone, but was drowned out by boos and USA chance. Rusev grabbed the mic and bragged about defeating all the American wrestlers. Next, he will crush the American U.S. champion, Sheamus. As she said, American champion, but it's to put U.S. in parentheses, because for the people reading that don't know that the U.S. and America are the same thing. He vowed to present the U.S. title to Vladimir Putin. Oh, God. Sheamus comes out, and says he takes personal pride in representing everything the title stands for. He ran to the ring. Rusev slid away. Sheamus... Stood tall and pasty in the ring. Is this why we all forget that Seamus is not American? Yes. Okay. But a lot of redhead stepchildren look up to him. That's what's important. That's American. (laughs) Alright. Bray Wyatt delivered a message to a darkened arena while sitting on a rocky chair in the middle of the ring. He talked about people dressing up Halloween to escape their miserable lives. But Dean Ambrose is different because he wears crazy every day of the week. He said, Dean is different, and they love it. Bray said Dean is like him, a monster. At Hell in a Cell, he had Seth Rollins in his hands. It was powerful and thrilling. Quote, Because in that moment, you're immortal, and you can take it all away. He also said, quote, She still cries for you. Bray then knelt down and disappeared. So he's magic, Alright. Voodoo Priest, I'm telling you. Alright. And then in the actual main event of the evening, Dean Ambrose defeated Cesaro in a trick or street fight. Okay. Supposedly a fun match with lots, lots of weapons, and of course, because it's Ambrose, pumpkins. Yes! Ambrose stuffed Cesaro's head in a pumpkin for Dirty Deeds to get the win. Yes! <laughs> Excellent! Oh, Smackdown's gonna be great. Oh, I can't <laughs> wait for Smackdown now. Alright. Now... We're a little out of order, but now we got the NRB, the news, rumors, and bullshit. And despite being nearly two full pages, uh-huh. I'll make it as quick as possible. Happy birthday, Phil Brooks, a.k.a. CM Punk. CM Punk. CM Punk. Uh, Sunday, the day of Hell in a Cell, was his 36th birthday. Next note, we have a new ring name for Kevin Steen. It is now Kevin Owens. That works. They send his son is named Owen. That's fine. So that's good. He probably had a hand in that. That's good. Uh, you mentioned this after we recorded last week, so this is slightly old news, but big important news. WWE published a job opening today for a new social media manager. This is the position that Cody Barbieri held. Who, if you remember that douchebag name, he was the guy that got Del Rio fired. Uh, according to folks at PWInsider.com. Douchebag left WWE earlier this month, and details behind his departure are still not known. They he should have been fired. They they know he should have been fired before. Yeah, he sh- he's a dick. Yeah. He, he's a dick. He's not a good fit for that organization. No. Uh, Mickey James, who gave be- birth back in September, is scheduled to make her in-ring return. Uh, on November 30th, at she's a Queens of Combat event. Queens of Combat. Uh, Should be in a one on one with Tessa Blanchard. I don't know if she's related to Tully, I didn't research that. Probably not. Godful. And for all you fans like us in the Brooklyn area, Brooklyn. The Mick Foley show is finally coming to TV. They're filming for TV at the Bell House November 23rd. Um, you can get tickets at realmfoley.com slash events. Sweet. 25 bucks at the door. Nice. Go Foley. Um, I'm calling that a maybe. I might, I might go to that. Maybe. Uh, something you'll be excited about. WWE superstar Christian. Christian! Is scheduled to make two appearances on the sci-fi show Haven, starring his brood brother. I wonder if he's gonna play his brother. No, he's actually gonna play his best friend. Oh. It said that. Is he his best friend? Yeah. In real life? For some reason. Life imitates art. Incredible. Art imitates life, even. Yes. (laughs) I've heard it both (sighs) ways. (laughs) I, I know you have. I don't know. It was reported not too long ago that Randy Orton got the job to star in WWE Studios' sequel to the film The Condemned. In New Mexico later this year, which I guess is where they start filming. As of right now, we don't know for sure when they're going to start pr- uh, production, but uh, the expectation is that the film project will keep him off of WWE TV for a few weeks. My prediction is... They take him Tommy out. takes him out, he goes away, comes back, takes a cab to the arena after Seth Rollins says he'll fight anyone in the locker room and... <laughs> And they'll fight and oh, then uh, yeah. they will get broken up. We'll go Coney Island, Allen get some hot dogs. Sure, sure. Whatever. Another role for Kevin Nash, he has a small two minute role in a new action film John Wick. And Which I hear is a very good film. Getting yeah. great reviews. Even though it's Keanu Reeves? Yeah. Okay. Nash plays a doorman with a Russian accent. Hmm. For two minutes. You can do that. Hall of Famer Rick Flair and NBA legend Woo! Dennis Dennis Rodman are scheduled to tape a fitness DVD. What? Uh, this past Tuesday. Or they so I guess they did already. In California. Fitness DVD. Rick Flair. Is scheduled to tape a fitness DVD. Now. Would he be wearing a sports bra? No. Or a sports bro. Ugh. <laughs> uh. I don't even know what's happening here. It's, he's got to be wearing a shirt. He's gotta, Why is he doing this? Because he has to pay four alimony checks. That's a good point. All right, more we'll power to him. Moral of the story, don't get married four times. Look out, DDP Yoga. <laughs> Look out, the new craze is coming. They opened a DDP Yoga Performance Center. Really? Yeah. Jeez. It's big, man. That's what she said. Now, what kind of shape is Dennis Rodman in? I'd imagine he's like a line, like a straight line. That's not a shape. Like what he's doing, or I don't know, man. But he's friends with like Kim Jong Un or whatever. I wouldn't fuck with him. He knows dictators. Oh, that guy really? Yeah, you like went over there to play basketball. You met Kim Jong. Not the comedian, the uh, fearless leader, or whatever they call him. Alright, according to a report of PWInsider.com, Roman Reigns is not expected back until late December or early January. So, this all but rules out the possibility of him making a surprise appearance at Survivor Series, as some fans have been speculating. Raw Rumble, baby. Show up at the Raw Rumble. That is so last year. Uh, Also, I think I have something in here about the Royal Rumble. Despite local advertisements in the Philly market advertising 40 participants, uh, WWE confirmed on Raw that the match will have usual 30 participants. Interesting. So, I mean, they can change that at any time. I hope so, because I was hoping Kane would enter twice. First as cocaine, cocaine, and then the demon Kane. Eh. Actress Thea Vidal, who portrayed Shelton Benjamin's mom way back in the day in 96... in 06. 96. 2006. She said in a recent interview that her run WWE was the low point of her career. Is she actually famous now? Because... I don't know. You watch movies and TV, I don't Yeah, but I... If you don't know her, then probably not, unless she's doing some not-to-be-that-guy but unless she's doing some Tyler Perry shit. Yeah, I don't... I couldn't tell you. I can't I'd have to IMDB. That. That's too much effort for... Alright. So, she also spoke about how she was sexually harassed every day by a, quote,
1: middle-aged man that
0: didn't understand what no meant. She said, quote, I, gen- I genuinely hated that place. While I was there, I was sexually harassed every day by a perverted middle-aged man that didn't understand what no meant. It was disgusting. I'll never forget the day he came in some, into my changing area with his private parts hanging out of his pants. I made it my mind at that point that I was done at that company. Now. Who could that be? Woo! Dude was Flair. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. I mean, dude, he he's been on airplanes in nothing but his fucking flashy robes. Yeah. Could be him. Unless it was Randy. Nah, he wasn't middle aged. Oh yeah, you're right. not middle aged. Is he the Flair or Michael Hayes? Dusty Rhodes, me and Gene, yeah. nah, Balls. I, this has gotta be <laughs> fucking. Maybe it was a frame. Well, Who knows? We don't know. Am not. they even middle aged anymore? I like, two, ten was ten years he... ago, eight years ago. I don't. You know what? I think he was middle aged in the nineties. You know what I learned? You, you're right because the Royal Rumble that he won, uh-huh. that gave him the title match, he was forty. When was that, dude? He was wrestling. That was in the nineties. That was when Randy Savage was champion. Wow. Yeah. Is that the eighties? That is the eighties. No, no, it's oh. early nineties. Early nineties. Jeez. Oh, he was old back then. I know. I remember thinking when Flair came to the WWF because I didn't. We didn't have access to NWA. No. And this is before WCW was big. Or before, period. Like, they brought in this new wrestler, Ric Flair, and he's old. And I'm like, why is a new wrestler old? (laughs) 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 Do you remember thinking that? I remember thinking that. I don't remember what I thought, actually. Um, No. I guess they were all old to me. Like, because they were older than me. A lot older than us. We were fucking... Because, like, when you're. I turned 10 in 1990, and you turned 10 even later. I don't want to talk about this. Alright. Fuck. <laughs> Alright, so. Ric Flair. Woo! Alright. The Undertaker is working now as an advisor at the WWE Performance Center, according to pwintire.com. Uh, he was there this week, attended uh, the previous night's uh, NXT tapings from Full Sale. Backstage, he was telling people that he'll be working with WWE's developmental wrestlers as an advisor. Uh, he's expected to be in Orlando on a part-time basis helping them out. Um, and this is an update. Guys. This is the best thing to happen to any talent coming up. Seriously. The deal apparently is that he's going to pick and choose the dates that he works, and it won't be anything like a regular full-time role. So He's probably going to fly in for like two or three days, fly out for, like, a week and a half, two weeks, or whatever. That's awesome. Uh, the idea is, for him to come in, give the talents some pointers, help drive the WWE etiquette into them, which I think is really important. How to act. Yeah. Another reason is that WWE wants up-and-coming talents to know what's expected of them if and when they reach the main roster, and they feel he's the perfect guy to handle that. I think so. I agree. I do. I think that's a huge win for them. Mm Mm-hmm. Long story here. It's a long road. Get it from there to here. What's that? That's the Enterprise. Ah. And it's also a song. I forgot the name. I the song. (laughs) All right. So, former WWE wrestler Billy Jack Haynes has reportedly filed a lawsuit in federal court against WWE alleging, quote, egregious mistreatment of its wrestlers for his own benefit, as well as its concealment and denial of medical research and evidence concerning traumatic brain injuries suffered by WWE wrestlers. Um, paycheck. (sighs) I need a paycheck. Yeah. Basically, he's saying, you knew guys were getting hurt, you knew drugs were going around, you didn't do anything about it. And I'm pretty sure he was doing those drugs. Yeah, and he also didn't educate us on concussions, which not everybody really knew. Like, Nobody knew any of this. Is, yeah, I'll 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 get to this. Trust me, I have a lot of info here on this. Uh, the suit is requesting uh, court to grant class action status for hundreds of former wrestlers and force WWE to establish a medical trust fund to pay for wrestlers who suffer from injuries that took place in the ring. WWE issued the following statement in regards to the lawsuit. "Quote: Billy Jack Haynes performed for WWE from 1986 to 1988." His filed lawsuit alleges that WWE concealed medical information and evidence on concussions during that time, which is impossible since the condition, now called Chronic Traumatic Encephalopathy, encephalopathy. or CTE, we'll just go with that, CTE's better, had not even been discovered. WWE was well ahead of sports organizations in implementing concussion management procedures and policies as a precautionary measure as the science and research on this issue emerged. Current WWE procedures include impact testing for brain function, annual educational seminars, and the strict prohibition of deliberate and direct shots to the head. Additionally, WWE has committed significant funding for concussion research conducted by the Sports Legacy Institute. Leaders in Concussion Research and WWE Executive Vice President Paul Levesque, Triple H, sits on SLI's board. So that's their way of saying, fuck you, you're an idiot. Yeah. Don't bother us with this shit. TMZ has since picked up the story and claims that Hay- Haynes is seeking $5 million from WWE. Story- yeah, the story also features comments from Haynes who claims that he con- contracted Hep C while wrestling a bloody match for WWE in the past. You were there two years. His career spanned a lot more than two years overall. He's got no case. Um, there was an update. I thought I had it here. I guess I don't. Um, they basically said you had like a 14 year career total, you were here two years. How can you prove you got hep C here and not anywhere else? In any dirty, filthy bingo hall or barn or whatever? Or a fucking back lot of a fucking Denny's. Yeah. <laughs> what I was possible for this shit, basically, that's what that says. Yeah, I mean, it sucks, but eh. Oh, you didn't know you can get shit from blood to blood? Oh, let, let's, let's bring it back to fourth grade science class. Mm. Killing me. Uh, WWE issued the following statement to the Washington Post regarding the new domestic abuse policy. Quote, We have watched and learned from what has unfolded in the NFL, and we felt it was important to establish a zero-tolerance policy for domestic violence, sexual assault, and child abuse. We're in the midst of updating our employee code of conduct to reflect the same zero-tolerance policy. That's in relation to the policy change that we mentioned last week. Um, so basically, they're learning from other people's mistakes, which is good. Yeah, I mean, better to learn from others' other mistakes than to make those mistakes yourself and learn from them. Good point. Uh, and uh, a little bit of punk news. Two related items here from FW, F4W Online. Uh, someone said, "In quote." Don't know if this counts as news, but someone managed to get a hold of the PS3 version of 2K15, and Punk's ring entrance is identical to how it was in 2K14, except the Punk merchandise hoodie uh, he used to wear in 2K14 has now been replaced with a completely gray hoodie. They usually don't merch that's no longer on sale. For instance, he's going to have his old neon green merchandise in the game. Brian Alvarez, for the website, speculates that this is likely something to do with the legal issues going on between Punk, and WWE regarding the merchandise issue that led to all of this uh, merch being liquidated by WWE. Related note. There has been some kind of contact between WWE and Punk in the past few weeks, as the merchandise was added back to the WWE shop website, and he's still in plans for next year's Flintstones movie. A source close to Punk described it as, quote, loose ends being tied up. Punk has not signed a new performer deal and is not returning to WWE. It's a work. It's a work. The source close to Punk insisted that he is a retired pro wrestler and won't be reti- won't be wrestling for any company. Regarding the merchandise issue, Punk was under a WWE deal through July so the company had the rights to sell his merchandise. Once he left in July, he took the rights to his likeness and name with him since he owned the name for years long before signing the WWE. That's true, he did. I don't think it's a work. <laughs> I don't think it's a work. I don't care what you. Pick. It doesn't matter what you think. <laughs> <pick. laughs> All right. Say it ain't so. Last, but not least, um, there's talk backstage that there will be no more elimination chamber pay per views going forward. No. WWE That's right. Will reportedly replace the chamber pay per view on their schedule with a regular generic style pay per view, uh, with a couple of uh. Remember, name is coming out. it be the WWE Fast Lane or a WWE Fast Track. I hate them both. Do, do they just want to have a pay per view with a race car theme? <laughs> is that the problem here? It'll be, um, remember, like the original NXT? Uh. It'll it'll, it'll all be yeah. physical challenges like that. It'll be, it'll be WWE Double Dare. Oh, gosh. Why are do they doing this? <laughs> Dave Meltzer. As confirmed, a uh, report by Reddit user Mets Fan Forever, who has been uh, accurate in a lot of updates, and uh, shit that he's leaked, that WWE is retiring the, the pay per view. As per Meltzer and Mets Fan, the pay per view in February will be titled Fast Lane. Why Fast Lane? Update: The show is tentatively scheduled to take place on February twenty second in Memphis. WWE is not dropping the Chamber event entirely and not discussing moving the event to June. It is that the Chamber would be used to set up the main event of SummerSlam, which takes place at the Isle Center. Right here, next door, in Jersey. Which I really want to go to. And now, that is it for news, rumors, and bullshit, a.k.a. the NRB. Now, you mentioned CM Punk. And that not being a work. What do you think about a clause that they can put into the new contracts? When you leave, you're legally obligated to put over a talent of their choosing. Like a Jericho clause? Like, I mean... Because Jericho leaves, make it believe. Jericho comes back just to make someone. No, no, I mean, you're leaving the company. On your way out, it's your job to make somebody. It doesn't matter for what. So, for instance, Rey Mysterio should give the rub to Sin Cara, and like a retirement match or something. Or this also makes it so. You can't leave as champion. Um, Because you're legally obligated to put someone over. I think it's a good idea. I think though that it would make things for anyone that follows dirt sheets or any kind of behind the scenes info that comes out, I think it would make things a little bit predictable. That way, you know, if we find out someone's leaving, well, we know big match coming up, he's going to lose. Yeah. The internet ruins everything. We ruin everything. We're such assholes, man. Damn. Alright, there goes that. I had a whole thing on that, but you're right. I'll never do that. Because people know too much. I mean, it does make sense. I mean, that's what you want them to do. But ultimately, this guy's on the way out. Alright, so I guess he's. As long, as long as you're still employed by Vince McMahon, you're going to do what Vince McMahon says only alternative is to go into business for yourself. Which is frowned upon in most societies. Frowned upon. If if, if you're wrestling fucking pick someone. Hulk Hogan. Pick a real wrestler from <laughs> this day and age. Um, if you're wrestling Jack Swagger, right? Sure. <laughs> if you're wrestling Jack Swagger and he's supposed to win. And you go into business for yourself, you're like, Nah, man. I'm, I'm gonna kick out of that. And you kick out. What the fuck? If you keep kicking out, he's gonna just fuck you up. You legit deserve to have your ass beat. If he doesn't fuck you up, someone will fuck you up. They'll start... they will call an audible. they will send down Noel and Mercury at first. And then send in fucking cocaine. And you will be killed. On air. Yes! You're going to ruin his show? Yes. Yeah, no. And is this Raw? Smackdown? House show? Pay-per-view? Wrestlemania? What event are we talking about? Uh, what event are you going to fucking fuck up? That's true. It's very true. There's just no option for that. There is no win. If... if Plus the Undertaker might show up at your house. Yeah. Oh, he's old. I don't know. He's, he's the dead man. So like, oh, shit, it's the Green Reaper. Nah, it, it's just Mark. Come on in, mom. Want some tea? <laughs> I got a fucking tea. <laughs> tea with that guy. There's no way. It couldn't happen. Okay. See, Matt, you're paid to fight for fake. For fake? But make it look good. If you... If you don't no give on that fucking man. I I, I know. If, if you go into business for yourself, you're pissing off everybody. Because everyone has lost. Every one of them has done work for someone, whether they believe they were right in doing so or not. If if they thought they deserved to win that match, they still gave gave it up. They still lost. You gotta work. They are the ones that you're gonna piss off. In addition to the boss, tell so it's career suicide. It's suicide. Period. You think they're not gonna kick your ass? But I it know. Turns. I know. They don't play games. What? 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 What book was it? There was uh, someone had said that back in the day. Um, I really don't remember who it might have been. Ventura, it might have been Jericho. I don't think it was Jericho. So I'm a little bit more old school. Has said that back in the day. Uh, when kayfabe was kept, um, if the guys were going out to a bar or whatever, um, there would be guys that say, "Oh, you're a wrestler," and try and fuck with you. You had to kick their ass well, because you I know mean, it's, it's, it's to protect the business. Exactly. So you can get your ass kicked if you if you don't job. Just saying. job. The job. You can't Goldberg it. I'll give a start to that guy. He was, I mean, we thought he was cool. I had a shirt. I didn't buy it. Who's next? Nah, 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 <laughs> I don't think I ever really wore that shirt. He still owned it. It's not your fault. It's not your fault, man. I don't even own the WWE shirt. Huh. What kind of baby booker are you? I should get a nine ninety nine shirt. You should. That should just be included how on how the much is that? It should be. It's fucking free advertising. Is it 999? The shirt cost nine ninety nine? Uh huh. This genius. <laughs> well, it says the it says that on the shirt. I mean if you try and charge more, they'll be like, nope. It says nine ninety nine. It would it be ten eighty one? Yeah, eight point eight seven five. Ten eighty one. I think that's it for this week. We had a quite a long conversation. Yeah, about two hours. Close to it. it's gonna be like an hour thirty five, hour forty after. I like after I, after I, I take all Saturday and chop the shit down. I call this the uh, the bonus episode. A little bit weird, you know. We did things different through the news, Hold and there. at the end, you know, or, or on the, or on the futon, not in our uh, chairs. That's good. Well, at this point of the podcast, we like to tell you folks where you can find us, as if you didn't know already. But for those of you who are new to the party, we are the Basement Bookers. We have a Facebook page, the Basement Bookers. We have Twitter. At Basement Bookers, and individually at Rich Torres, mm-hmm. obviously for Rich, and at Basement Chair for me, chair This is in the basement. Yeah. So hit us up. Uh, we're also on iTunes, which you su- can subscribe to, and when you subscribe on iTunes, it's automatically downloaded when new episodes come out. And Stitcher Radio, soon to be Deezer. Yeah. And is rated R for realness. Until next time. Follow the bookers.